Hi there. Welcome to the pastor's table. Oh, we're going to tackle some interesting things. Are you one person in church and another one you go home? Are you somebody else when you go to the office? We're going to tackle this one and I believe it'll be a real great blessing to you. Get out a paper and pen because I know you're going to want to take some notes. It's going to help you believe it and you're going to be so blessed. Amen. Welcome back to the pastor's table. We've been talking these last few episodes. I don't know. How would you summarize that? I, I would say something like living a balanced, normal Christian life. Yeah, yes, absolutely. Something along those terms. Having um, fun, too. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. So we've been covering, touching on a variety of different topics, and each one of those I'm sure we could spend a number of episodes talking about each one. Uh, we were in John 10 at one point, talking about how... We hear the voice of the Good Shepherd, and we don't listen to voices of strangers, and we're, we're talking about being led by Him. And as mm-hmm. believers, we hear His voice, and we can expect to hear His voice. Um, and so in part of the conversation, if we go down to verse 9 mm-hmm. for a moment, I just want to open the conversation today with this. Jesus is still speaking here in verse 9. It says, I am the door. Mm. Anyone who enters in through me will be saved. He will come in, and he will go out, and will find pasture. Mm. And the reason why I'm picking this verse in particular is because a lot of times in Christianity, we understand about Jesus being the door. Yeah. So you can't enter into salvation any other way. That's right. You can't enter into eternal life any other way. Mm-hmm. And so we think of that in terms of going to heaven when you die and... And all that kind of thing, right? Mm -hmm. And so Jesus is the only way. He's the door. You have to enter in through him. You can't get in some other way. And so we kind of look at it like that. So then if you think about entering into salvation, right? The sheepfold, the the place where the sheep are, and you enter in, um, and he's the only way in, then this next statement sometimes doesn't make a whole lot of sense to us. Because he says he will come in and he will go out and find pasture, talking about the person who's saved, who mm-hmm. enters in through Jesus. So why is this person going in and then going out? Are, are they in salvation and then they're out of salvation? And like, mm-hmm. if we look at it only in those terms, then that statement doesn't really make a whole lot of sense anymore, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. We think of it in terms of like, well, if he goes in and goes out, what does that mean? Well, that term, going in and going out, um, in the times when the Bible was being written, uh, refers to your private and public life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It refers to oh. how you live in amongst the people or out amongst the people and how you live privately, mm-hmm. your p- private and your public life. Mm-hmm. And so the go in and out among them, you'll see that phrase actually talking about Jesus mm-hmm. and saying he went in and out among them and so on yes. and so forth. It's talking about how he was living privately and publicly. Mm-hmm in and out, in and among the people. So when it says he will come in and go out, it's not talking about jumping in and out of salvation for a believer. It's talking about how we live in in God's kind of life mm-hmm. and how we do that privately and how we do that publicly mm-hmm. and how we live. Mm-hmm. So the coming in and out and finding pasture refers to Jesus being the good shepherd in our private life and the good shepherd in our public life in how we, and in and, and leading us in His way of living, both privately and publicly. Mm. And so there's a balance there, the balanced Christian life, in living in His ways. 
mm-hmm. both, you know, publicly and privately. And I just found this really interesting because often Christianity, we don't understand that. If we go back to what you're talking about with, with um, uh, compartmentalization, mm-hmm. right? Well, I've got this time in the morning and this is my devotion time that I give to the Lord. And then I go to work mm-hmm. and I close the door on one and enter into mm-hmm. another, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And leave God behind there at, uh, you know, at your house when you go out the door to work or, you know, in different time slots that we give him. And uh, sometimes Christians have that in, in other ways. Well, you know, when it comes to my salvation, where my soul goes when I die, well, you know, then Jesus is Lord and so on. I know I'm saved. But how I conduct business, well, you know, you got you to gotta be, I've heard this verse used incorrectly so many times, you know. Uh, wise as a serpent and harmless as a dove, and that means that I can conduct my business in a crafty way as long as I'm not hurting anybody. Mm-hmm. And that's not what that verse means. Mm-hmm. But, you know, and then so sometimes people have a different way of going about how they do their business. They don't include God in that. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're not looking for His ways in business. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They're thinking, well, that's church. This is business. Mm-hmm. Definitely. You know, and running, making statements like, well, you know, I'm not a charity. I'm here to make some money. Mm-hmm. And like that kind of thinking can often be more worldly than it is godly. Mm-hmm. And yet, Jesus should be the good shepherd in all of our ways, in all aspects of our private and public life. Mm-hmm. So he can lead us in his ways, with his voice, and we can experience his kind of life in all areas of our lives. And that is a balanced Christian life. Yes. And not just devoted in one area and totally heathen in another. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and being pastors, um, and I've been pastoring for some length of time, one of the things that, you know, I, I'm not always behind a pulpit when, and people look at you and they begin to think that you are who you are when you're preaching or ministering or teaching. And, and that's a part of that, that stepping into that place. And you would never think about that now. Anne is a teacher in elementary school, but when she goes home uh, and she teaches kindergarten, she wouldn't treat her husband like one of her kindergarten students. <laughs> Everybody would think that was ridiculous. But when it comes to pastors, they think that we're our, where we are, who, when we're not yeah. teaching. And, and so I go home and I'm not like, and yes, there's some pastoring things that are just part of who I am. But I don't go home and try to preach at my husband when he comes in the door. Hi, are you saved? Da, 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 the Bible says. I don't greet him at the door that way. You know, it would be silly. Mm-hmm. And and yet that's a part of understanding. But I'm still a Christian when I go home. Mm-hmm. Right? Can you imagine mm-hmm. doing that, G White? <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't go well. <laughs> no. And you, when we decide to not compartmentalize God and bring him into every part of our lives. It's amazing how things turn around and change and and start to go in amazing ways. I mean, I've seen that at uh, at my own workplace where I work outside of um, being a pastor. I'm a chartered professional accountant uh, that works for a construction company, and it um, as I've brought God into every aspect of my life, I I, I see the changes in my abilities to do my job and to um, to bring forth ideas that can take the company forward, to, that can uh, create solutions for the company and all that kind of stuff. And and it's a wonderful thing. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm going to bring up something that you actually might disagree with me about. Okay, so, here we go. It has to do with calling. Mm-hmm. And so 
again, again, like I said, you might disagree with me about. When the Bible talks about calling, uh, well, let's, first of all, let's say, when we live out in the world, and I don't mean ungodly, I mean you have a job out in the world, right? Mm-hmm. So you deliver something, or you're, like you were saying, a chartered professional accountant, or whatever it is your job is in the world. And some people find their place there and they go, you know, this is, this is, I'm good at this. I'm good at my job here. So this is my calling. God's called me to this. Mm. And, um, you know, when I look at the Bible, I don't see that specifically written out that way. God's called you to be a position in the world, per se. Mm. And now we do know that there's calling when it comes to uh, fivefold ministry calling and mm. such things. There are works that God will call you to do, like go on a missions trip, and there's mm-hmm. things in that sense as well. Um, but I don't, I do see other scriptures that talk about whatever station in life you were in when you got saved, well, stay there. Mm-hmm. And in the sense of don't just throw everything out and think, now I'm now I'm a believer. What has God called me to? And abandon my, you know, I'm gonna quit my job. Like you were talking about that, that you know, I'm gonna be led by the spirit mm-hmm. in a way that where, you know, I don't go to work unless I'm led yep. by the spirit. And so <laughs> you're not going to be going to work for very long. <laughs> it's amazing. Or how you much will every you day and, and be on time. <laughs> or you'll be amazed at how often the Spirit wants you to stay in bed. Yeah. <laughs> suddenly uh, starts telling the flesh. <laughs> but, you know, so I'm not talking about that. But what I'm getting at is this, is that um, when it comes to calling, we're all called to be believers. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. No matter where we mm-hmm. are. That's right. In our, in our lives. Mm-hmm. So... Regardless of the profession you are in, often the sense of calling that you experience is really a calling to be a believer in that position that you're in. Yeah. I think that's very well yeah, worded. Good, yeah. good you know? So it's not necessarily that Pastor Neil is called to be an accountant, no. but he's called to be a believer as an accountant, mm-hmm. affecting and helping other people. Mm-hmm. So he is called to do that. Mm-hmm. So he can be that believer in that environment, wherever he is at. Mm-hmm. He can be called there and so as he's walking with the lord every day he will find that there are people that he can talk to at times Mm -hmm. and there's certain conversations that are divine appointments Mm -hmm. and so it's not so much a matter of well he's called to be um, an accountant he might actually be called at that moment to be in that position at that company Mm -hmm. but again the purpose is to be a light and a witness to mm-hmm. Jesus Christ mm-hmm. wherever he is. Mm-hmm. And so the reason I'm bringing this up is in tying it back to this. He's called us to go in and out privately yeah. and publicly. Yeah. So no matter where we are and what we're called to in the sense of where we find ourselves when Jesus calls us, mm-hmm. we are called to be believers both publicly and privately. Yeah. We're Definitely. called to be normal Christians everywhere we go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think sometimes we forget things like that. Mm-hmm. And it's easy to make mistakes. And I mean, I've heard many stories of Christians that when they get saved, it's like, I'm going to quit my job and find out what God wants. I'm called to something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the first calling that we have is to belong to Jesus mm-hmm. and to live for Him. Yeah. That's the first calling. So unless we start follow, fulfilling that calling, we're not in a place to really hear Him change any of the circumstances around us and mm-hmm. say, oh, you go here, you go there. You know, it's it's interesting to me. I, I know part of my calling um, in as far as uh, ministry is concerned. But there was a time in my life where uh, I had lived in the world for a while, 
uh, not following God, and then he brought me back, and I was following him. And I was thinking, you know, uh, job-wise, well, I'm going to go look for this job, I'm going to go look for that job. The one that I was in, the position was terminated, and now I was looking for another job. And so I went to go just do what I normally do, and I just sensed the Lord saying, no, I don't want you doing that, and which was an odd thing for me. So I took some time off from that and started doing something totally different. And it's not that he called me to that. It's that he wanted me to get my eyes off of what I was looking at. Yeah. And in that time of just, um, in that time of seeking him and, and taking extended times of prayer and being in the word, I realized that what he had called me to was still there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, at that time when I came back to the Lord, I had abandoned any idea of being a minister whatsoever. Mm-hmm. And I didn't understand. I thought, you know, well, maybe that was just me. Maybe this. I'm not, I'm not going to pursue that. I'm just going to be a normal Christian. I'm not going to try to be the super Christian, be a minister. I'm not going to pursue that. And, uh, and in, in one sense, that can be a good thing. Because it will make sure that it's not just because you want to. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, in that sense, it was a good thing. And I took some time with that. Uh, just pursuing the Lord as a believer. And then I began to realize, no, He's actually called me. Mm-hmm. And that calling never went away yeah. to be in mm-hmm. ministry. Mm-hmm. And the, one of the first questions was, in sensing that I'm called, was... Do I need to quit my job and go into the ministry? Hmm. And not realizing, and at first, and uh, you know, I thought about that, and I knew a little bit by then, and so I realized that that's probably not the best course of action. And I, I actually started to do something that I thought, well, you know, I don't know. I, I got into painting. Now, my dad's been a painter for most of his life, and so there was opportunity just to come work with him for a little bit, so I started to do that just to bring in some extra income. And then it came time to make a decision. Am I going to stick with this now, or am I going to do something else? And when it came to that, I didn't sense the Lord leading in any other direction. So I just, uh, here again, I just continued to go forward, putting one foot in front of the other, well, I'm going to continue making, painting is where I'm at, and so we're going to do this. And I trust the Lord who's leading me to open up other avenues and things to develop in my life as He wills. Mm-hmm. As he, and knowing there's a call on my life. Now, as it turns out, that turned into a business that blessed a bunch of people. Mm-hmm. There were additional benefits there that I totally would not have recognized mm-hmm. um, right out. But not only did that develop and grow, but it gave time for him to develop and change me to put me in a place where that opportunity for ministry began to arise. Mm -hmm. And that calling began to find its good and right and proper place. Mm -hmm. But it took a little while to get there. So oftentimes we rush into, what am I called to? I'm going to get into ministry. I'm going to do this. But really we should be responding to the call to be a believer, to be a witness everywhere that we are Mm -hmm. to live just uh, if you think that living a normal christian life just in fellowship with god is not exciting enough then you have actually a bigger problem than you think (laughs) because just being with him is more than enough if you think i have to be in ministry to find satisfaction you are not fit for ministry Mm -hmm. 
If you think that I have to be in ministry to have a sense of accomplishment, you are not fit to be in ministry. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You need to have those needs met by being in fellowship with God. Yeah. He's the one that meets those needs so that you have something mm -hmm. to give when you are in ministry. Amen. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Amen. Yeah. And yeah. that comes from just daily walking with Him. Mm -hmm. It doesn't come through any other way. Mm -hmm. It only comes from daily going in and going out. Mm -hmm. He leads you in. He's the good shepherd. And everywhere you go, you're with Him. He's with yeah. you. Yeah. Absolutely. I think it's because people get, uh, they use the gifts, which they recognize. You had gifts. Yeah. You've got gifts. You've got, mm -hmm. We've got gifts that the Father gave and put inside of us when we were in the womb. Mm -hmm. But that's not calling. No. And we use them often as a measuring stick. Well, I've got these things and therefore, you know, then they work. And we think that, well, if I do these things, then I will please God. That's where you were going. It yeah. sounded like anyway. Yeah, it was, yeah. I, I want to please God. So I will do these things. If I'm not doing ministry, I'm not pleasing God. Mm. But it says that being in faith pleases God. Yeah, that's right. That's yeah. the only thing that pleases yeah. God. Absolutely. And so then in John 6, um, even the disciples, they had that cry. Mm -hmm. In verse 28 of John 6, it says, They said unto him, What shall we do that we might work the works of God? Isn't that really where you're going? That's right. And this is, he said, this is, the, this is his answer. His answer. This is the work that you believe. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> That's the work. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it is work <laughs> sure. when you can't see uh, the, the promise of God in your life. It, it can be work. Yeah. But if you will work at that, work at staying in a place of faith, work at casting down imaginations. No, this is what God said. This is what God said. This is what he promised. This is what he promised. It can be a like work. Mm -hmm. Well, that's a good work mm -hmm. to stay in a place of believing God. Uh, when and, instead of just looking for the call, they're separate and and understanding, but still understanding God did put things in you that will be a blessing to many in painting. I'm not. <laughs> um, I, I tried it a few times there in one of our church buildings. I was uh, trying to help the painter. And so I was cutting in and I wasn't doing it very well and and was told. <laughs> yeah, perhaps yeah. you should just let us do that. <laughs> I wanted to help. <laughs> and I don't lift chairs or, or tables anymore. Not that I can't, but they don't like pastor. No, pastor, just do what you're supposed to do. <laughs> and <laughs> so I have faith for the rest of you. <laughs> but but there's a place where you can, I have gifts that God has given me and administrated and, and love to plan things. That's just part of who I am. But I can't plan God. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's right. I sure try sometimes. Yeah, don't we all? Mm -hmm. This is a real thing. Like, mm -hmm. I, I'm, I'm having to submit myself to God at this. What you were just talking about mm -hmm. is something that I'm having to submit on a daily basis to God mm -hmm. in my life right now. There's, on the inside of me, there's such a, a welling up, a, a passion that is rising to be spending more time praying and more time ministering the word and more time um, just what what God has called me to, yet um, I know that the Bible also says that a man who doesn't work doesn't eat. Mm -hmm. And I have a family that I need to be responsible for and, and, and uh, go and work for. And that's also part of 
a calling as, as, as a man, as a husband, as mm -hmm. a father. Yes. I have a responsibility there. So when things like that, they don't, they don't meld, they don't come together. I, I know what's, what's welling up on the inside of me, but I also have to take that step back and I have to trust God that in His timing, there's going to be a transition where I'm still going to be able to provide for my family and move, um, move more into what, what I would call like full-time ministry. Mm -hmm. and, but it, it, uh, you need to take that step back and mm -hmm. trust the Lord mm -hmm. and know that you hear His voice and know His timing. This is a real thing for yeah. a lot of people. Yeah, absolutely, mm -hmm. and and they struggle with it. It's mm -hmm. it, absolutely, mm -hmm. absolutely, they do, mm -hmm. and that's where we can uh, help each other and mm -hmm. encourage one another, and to hear that and just be at rest. Yeah, and be at rest. Exactly, Amen. exactly. And just then coming back to that verse that you said, this is the work of God that you believe on Him mm -hmm. who has sent. So in my situation, I believe, okay, Lord, you put this passion on mm -hmm. the inside of me, but you you. Um, you're going to bring about, I believe you, that you're going to bring it about in your timing, in your perfect will, where um, everything, everything that is a responsibility as, on me as a husband and a father is going to be taken care of. And that's the work we can all do. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Mm -hmm.